SquawkTraders.com podcast, a practical human approach to news, equities, commodities, forex, cryptos, AI, and interviews with awesome people. Now, I'm so, so happy that you're joining us in this podcast. But before we do that, we all must disclaim that we both know that I am not your financial advisor. I'm not your psychologist. I'm just your best friend at the other side of this podcast. These are only my own speculative harebrained opinions, crazy hypotheses, and delusional outlooks on the market, right? Great. Let's get ready for an awesome session. Right, so let's get started with the news. The news you choose or lose or choose to lose. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we are again. So I'm looking over the ocean and a beautiful white beach. The storm has passed over. and But internet's still down, no fiber. Electricity was off, running off generators. Electricity is off again. Um, and we will let know today that we might have water interruptions. It's like uh, apocalyptic stuff here in sunny South Africa. <laughs> so, jeez. <sighs> I actually don't like always reporting bad news. So, I'm going to... Try to keep it real, but not get too morbid, because there's a lot of hectic news out today. Where should we start? How about the news item that we're all actually quite sick of hearing about, but affects us all? So cities and states on several continents, basically the whole world, gone back down into lockdown. We've gone back into lockdown, as you know. Um, we've got harsh lockdown rules. They've reimposed the prohibition of alcohol. And I was just listening to a podcast of a good friend of mine, Gareth Cliff, and he's very outspoken and I respect him a lot. He has no fear to make his voice heard. And it's nice and refreshing to actually... Um, yeah, to be able to listen to someone who is able to speak their mind. Especially while we are living in a, a, a dictatorship 
right here in this country. We've had our liberties taken away. I mean, it's not even constitutional. But of course, when they exercise the Disaster Management uh, Act and what it affords them, they're able to literally take away our constitutional rights. So I'm hoping that that's something that will be legally challenged after this. You know, I don't think that for any reason constitutional rights should be taken away. I suppose there are reasons that you might think of, but at the end of the day, um, as Gareth was speaking, um, you know, we're all big enough and ugly enough to make our own decisions. You have to live with the consequences. You know, if you're going to go out and get Corona, then you're going to get Corona. You don't have to make everyone do something. Why not just go through a period where you give everyone the data, the information, and you give them choices? You know, all this rubbish about, yeah, but we've got to worry about infecting one another. Well, then stay at home if you don't want to be infected. You know, what about the economy? What about people's lives? I think there's going to be m many more people affected negatively from this situation that has got nothing to do with the actual um, symptoms and everything to do with this world's reaction. Um, and I can see it across the board. I mean, I'm actually absolutely appalled with the governments. Um, I mean, not all of them. Sweden, I'm quite impressed with. They took a quite alternative approach. I don't know. I don't know if, I mean, sure, I could go on and on. I mean, our country really is treating us like children. Just because some individuals are drinking, they now are saying that no one is allowed to buy alcohol. I mean, that sounds like absolute hogwash. That's what you do with children. Or if you're in China or a hectic Middle East state, you know, not meant to happen in a democratic country. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, in other news. In other news. So, um, yeah. The tension between China and the U.S. continues unabated. Um, we see here that uh, America has now declared most of China's maritime claims in the South China Sea illegal. This has been going on for a while. Um, I don't know if you remember a little while ago, the American military Navy sent an entire armada through a channel that is within this area that China claims is theirs, but internationally it has been agreed that it's not. Um, so that's why America call it an illegal claim, because only China in the whole world feel that this is a fact. And so America sent an armada through of the big battleships and 
just to sh flex their muscles and show we will travel through here. So this like little cold war has been brewing in the South China Sea. And besides Hong Kong and the whole corporate battle that they're having with one another, um, if it does come to a fisty cuff, this is where I reckon it's going to happen. I don't think that China or America are going to fire a missile at one another, one, one another's motherlands. That would just be an outright declaration of war. Um, but you see, if they end up accidentally having a little training error while exercising in the South China Sea, and that error just happens to be a missile that was shot off and just happened to hit another boat of the other side, that's the type of shit that you can expect to come out of this. Let's see what happens. But uh, it's def definitely escalating. Washington and Beijing have got their sights on one another. The UK also has just come out and banned Hawaii from the 5G networks in like a security crackdown. So yeah, remember we chatted about TikTok and... Um, and Hawaii, yeah. So, so this the the anti-Chinese uh, sentiment is growing in the world. I see, and um, yeah, America's right up in the front. I actually, I would say um, China is right up in the. I mean, sorry, India is right up in the front. I mean, India at the moment is busy buying weapons from Israel to arm their front line which borders China where in the Himalayas this like disputed region so that's also intensifying over there and um, those are the two hot spots at the moment besides spots that have just been embering the whole time I mean there's still parts of Africa in the north and um, parts of the Middle East that are just absolutely fucked but as far as new little trouble spots, those are definitely two new little trouble spots just to keep an eye on. The bulls, the bears, the equities, the oil, the gold, the commodities, the forex, the safe havens, the flight to safety, the emerging markets and so much more. So we've still got some dollar weakness in the equities market. Um, I'm actually quite surprised how resilient the indexes are in reflection of the markets, which is what the indexes are. The S&P 500 is up half a percent at the time of recording, sitting at 3169. Now, we all know what happened in the crash recently with regards to the fear of COVID. Um, and that's just happened to pretty much today and yesterday. Pretty much back into lockdown. And um, all these high hopes of vaccines, nothing super available that is 
proven to be super effective and safe. As we've discussed in some of our podcasts, it's still going to be quite a few months once they even determine that they've got the formula right to test it for safety. And then which, which country is going to get it first and who gets it first? But be that as it may, um, the NASDAQ is basically level us just dipped down 0.05%, which doesn't even really count. Um, yeah, and I mean, looking over to Europe, the FTSE is basically also just marginally down the DAX. European stocks are looking a little bit more in the red. They were more in the green earlier on. Don't forget they're having their much-anticipated stimulus announcement on Friday in the European Union. And the markets are hoping that that's going to be agreed on between all of the many European members that don't all see eye to eye. And um, otherwise, on the commodity side, Brent crude's up a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, yesterday, copper was flying. Hey? Today, it's down a percent, so it's retraced a bit. Gold sitting at 1813. Um, gold bugs reporting that they can see gold moving up above the one nine two one high of August two thousand and eleven. Normally, it would bounce off there because it is a high, but uh, sure, under the present circumstances and with all the printing of money and low interest rates, um, I wouldn't be surprised if. Gold will be one of the best investments of the last half of 2020. From Richie's mouth to your ears, buy me a burger if I'm right. Digital assets, Bitcoin, alts. So Bitcoin, Ethereum. Ethereum seems to be really starting to step out behind the shadow of Bitcoin and stand in its own light. Hmm. Just having a nice fat drag here. Um, Ethereum seems to have stabilized at the $25, $250 and established a clear higher low. So that's bullish. That's a bullish sign. Um, will it be able to just snap out of this area of sideways action though, much like Bitcoin? Well, we've been discussing this for a while. I did notice that there was a little bit of weakness that came into the markets. Um, when I looked at the price action of Bitcoin. And um, it's still waiting to make the explosive move, which everyone is anticipating. At the time of this recording, we're sitting at 9230. But it had... A huge drop to 9,077. 
and that was from 9240 right so that's like a 180 odd dollar drop and that happened in a matter of like 15 minutes um or more like an hour sorry bottom line is there does seem to be a flaw or if you wish support starting to break down so let's see of course there's buying interest when it goes down to the 9,000 mark. We've discussed the 8-8 magic number to the downside and the 10-4 magic number to the upside. Bitrix, our little favorite alt exchange. Well, let's go have a look here. The alts are fun, hey? Um, if I look at the markets here... Um, and I look at what's gone up. NPXS up 50%. Loon up 34%. Tudor up 20%. Now that I'm happy about because I've been waiting to sell my bloody Tudor for a long time. You won't believe what I did. So I allocate a certain amount of uh, volume or money that I will trade in each transaction on any alt and I discussed yesterday the way that I do it with my little bit tricks which is a low intensity doesn't take much time you're on it daily you're making mm -hmm. money daily selling whatever is up double digits in percentage and then taking that money and buying whatever has dipped right so the one day uh, I'm half asleep I didn't sleep well and um, I'm not focusing and as you know, Bitcoin is an interesting price because it's got a lot of decimals and it's only got, you know, it's, it's uh, the number one is before a decimal and then everything else comes after it. So if you are trading 0 0.000005 Bitcoin, that's a dollar value at the price action. But the bottom line is the number the way it looks is just basically a zero, a point, and many zeros, and then you get a number. I think you all know this, that trade Bitcoin. To easily get one of those fucking zeros wrong happens easily. Now, when you put one too many zeros in, all that happens is you just don't actually place a trade of the value that you wish to. You know, if you get one zero wrong, it's 10 times less than what you want to do. Two zeros wrong, 100 times less. Three zeros wrong, you shouldn't be awake and you shouldn't be in front of your computer. But the other way gets more hectic. So I basically put one zero too little and I ended up um, assigning essentially what should have been spent um, on a whole lot of alts, like 10 alts, all went into Tudor. And um, it just so happened that although I, was, I put in a beautiful little limit buy at an attractive low price, um, it, it smashed through that price and went lower. So I've been sitting here waiting for Bloody Tudor to come back up. But you know what I do in those instances is I dollar cost average myself in. So then, you know... It's very real when you've actually got a trade at a price, uh, um, 
where you wanted to go long um, and the price goes below your entry point. You know, essentially, you're not in the money. You're in the loss if you had to sell. But it's a very real number, um, that number. And then as you buy in lower, you can't help but notice that it's cheaper than what you bought in initially. And that's a good feeling. Um, and ultimately, if you take the amount that you spent on all of your uh, volume that you've purchased in the same asset to bring your dollar cost averaging in and you divide it by um, the total that you spent you get as you will know an average price which you've paid now for that asset and that's how you can bring that price closer to where the market is and you can bring it down for example um, that which you've paid to get in which makes it easier to sell, right? At either a profit or, God forbid, for no profit, just because it was a bad trade. Uh, be careful of closing trades when they're going to uh, negative and then come back to your entry point. Because normally by that stage, you're shaken and stirred <laughs> and you just want to close. And that's normally when the bloody thing goes into profit. Not always, but... That's happened to me quite a few times, so you got to hold the line. But um, yeah, loving my Bitrex, loving it. Loving all of you. Stay safe. Artificial intelligence, will it make us, break us, or own us? Let's check it out. The most amazing article I read today is in our artificial intelligence tech section. So, how amazing is this? NASA announced recently this week that they have been working on and are in the process of releasing protocols um, to preserve space from earth contamination. So that would be germs, viruses. You know, before the coronavirus, I don't think we really paid as much attention to these things quite obviously. Um, you know, obviously astronauts have a version of a hazmat outfit anyway because they need oxygen. But um, they do still go up there and that means that, you know, boots leave the earth and boots land there. That is, you know, there's no ways that unless you pay special attention, there's no ways that microorganisms or bacterias, microbes... Small little guys won't do the little space travel too. How's that for a fucking, like a technological leap for whichever little bacteria had to make that trip? Uh, but anyway, so this, I mean, good. Let's try and not have a negative effect on the rest of the universe. I mean, 
I can only imagine what we would all give to just not have had this coronavirus happen as inevitable as it apparently was um, and is and future are to be I just I just really am glad that they're thinking about space I'm really excited about SpaceX and NASA I'm glad they're working with one another and um, the best thing NASA ever did was put forward that let's call it a bursary or grant to attract private interest into space travel to reawaken it financially and um good old elon hey tesla boy he just can't do anything wrong so proud of him so proud of nasa let's do this right let's do the space space voyage right That was an awesome podcast. Thanks for joining me. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your day. Stay safe out there. Stay happy out there. Just don't take risks you can't afford to lose. And uh, I'll catch you on the flip side.